Happy birthday to me. It's my birthday. And I'm not one for celebrating. I have never actually been a massive birthday celebrator. My take on birthdays is this. I I will, you know, I'll celebrate anything. I really enjoy celebrating people in a moment, at random times, at random occasions, and no occasions. So I I do not necessarily treat birthdays in any special way. It's just one of the things to celebrate about a person. Um, whenever I see someone, speak to them, I'm in their company, you know, something special happens. And, and these small moments are equally good reasons to celebrate someone and celebrate being together, being in the dialogue, uh, celebrating the exchanges, celebrating something shared. It's something so very valuable to me um, that I I have been paying quite a lot of attention to it in the past year, in my in my past year on this earth. And um, you know, if something big happens to someone, even a small thing but important to somebody, I would be the first person to encourage a celebration. So birthdays, just one more thing, but equally the things that happen in between birthdays, I think are very much worth celebrating. So thank you for coming to my TED talk on birthdays. Now moving on to mine, (laughs) moving on to the birthday that I'm not celebrating. And yet I'm talking very publicly about it. Uh, it's been a very tough old year, I'm not going to lie. And I promised myself at the start of this podcast, and I think I made that promise actually on air, that uh, I will keep it very real, I'll keep it very honest, and <laughs> there'll be no rose-tinted glasses filter present here. It's been... A very sad year, a very lonely year. Um, it, it's been sad not only for me, but also for many people who are very close to me. And I've taken on quite a bit of that sadness too. It's been, it felt like a really long one as well. Um, there has been this protracted heartbreak in it very very many difficulties very many quite unsettling events so quite a lot to deal with and I remember my last birthday Mm, it was a very so sad one I think I spent half of it crying and yeah probably more than half of it and I somehow felt I, I feel now looking back I felt something something bad was coming that the year that was coming would not be easy and here it is my god was right now you know I, I told you I'm not celebrating so I'm not and that's not because you know I'm really ungrateful to the universe for what it's put me through in that past year I'm not ungrateful um I I am in fact very grateful for surviving another year on this planet and and I know that many people did not have the same privilege and I get that and I bow to the universe and thank it for the 
for, for this opportunity. And in the same time, I also do uh, my grievances. Grievances? I can't, I can't speak properly today. <sighs> I'm getting old. Um, so I do uh, my grievances at the universe as much as I thank her for all the good and all the very difficult but no doubt valuable lessons. I'm a human, you know, I'm, I'm dual, dualistic like that. I can't just be unconditionally happy can I? So I have been thinking about this birthday in advance and I took a day off. It falls on Monday. So I took a day off on Monday just in case and I wanted to go and see the sea and experience the seawater. It is something that I really, really love. It brings me lots of joy and lots of happiness and gives me this sense of wonder. It really grounds me. Mm, it reminds me that I'm not that important. <laughs> it reminds me I'm not in the center of the universe. And it reminds me that, you know, I need to get a bit of perspective. But things went a bit wrong. And my birthday is on Monday. And on Saturday, I so Saturday before my birthday, mm, my, my plan was go to the sea on Sunday, sort of noonish, stay the Monday and come back. Blah blah, boring, boring, boring. But just me and the sea, you know. I I I loved I loved that plan for me, and I usually go a bit incognito, a bit um, disappearance mode on the world on my birthday, and people know it and accept it, and it's fine. Anyway, so plan was to go on Sunday um, to be there for Monday. On Saturday. I woke up with this headache and I knew it would become a migraine. So I thought, I'll walk it out in quite a high heat whilst not drinking enough water. Went to meet one friend, had some coffee, went to meet another friend and I I, I felt it was coming. So I... I took the painkillers, it didn't quite work. And then my friend said, like, look, just have, just have this one small shot of this really delicious Polish vodka, which was really delicious. And then it all went wrong. Only have myself and my friend to blame. So I, I, I decided I'm going to go home. I was, I was getting back home. It was getting worse and worse. So I got on the tube and I thought, it's fine. I'll be okay. I'll be home within an hour. Just, you know, cold compress, more painkillers, dark room. It will be okay. I started feeling more and more nauseous and everything was becoming really blurry. And so I messaged someone who lives on that line and who has a car saying, could you please give me a lift home? Uh, I, I don't think I can make it home because of this migraine. And this person didn't respond, but I thought, mm, you know, he'll get a message. He'll come and get me eventually. And if not, I'll just get a cup. So I got off the tube and the person I messaged is not there. I look at my phone trying to get Uber Everything is really blurry. I I could literally just not see my screen. So can I use the app? I look at the road, look for taxis, 
nothing's coming. But there's a bus stop outside of that station that would take me very close to home. <sighs> you know it, the bus stop is closed because there's some roadworks happening. So I look around and I, at, that, at that point I feel really, really weird. And I look and, and people are just rushing past. I just feel this overwhelming nausea. I think, oh, can't hold it anymore. So I vomit. And I thought, okay, I will feel better. That's good. I can actually maybe walk home even. <laughs> the universe was like, fuck you. I felt so much worse. So then I thought to myself, okay, just... Just sit down, just drink some water, you'll feel better. A taxi will appear, you know, it, it will be fine. I I honestly cannot remember the time I felt so um, terrified, you know, so vulnerable because I couldn't see properly. I felt just incredibly dizzy. The sounds were making me really sick. It was like that drill in my head going on and on and on. It just felt in my head, in my throat, and my entire body. Just really, really bizarre feeling. I I literally, <laughs> I felt like I am going to drop dead here at this station. And I then thought back to the conversation I had with that friend <laughs> who made me drink vodka. Um, and I was telling her how I am completely, you know, I'm trying to completely make peace with the possibility that I'll just die alone. <laughs> you know, I'm dramatic like that. I am so dramatic, you know. And I thought, oh, God, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Why did it not happen when I was talking about winning 191 million euros? Come on, universe, what the hell? So I'm dying, I'm dying here, right? And I tried stopping two women, two separate women to ask for help. But they just did that thing of, sorry, I don't have time. And they, they clocked. I probably looked in a way that, I don't know, maybe I scared people. When, when I got home and I looked in the mirror, I looked really awful. Maybe they thought I was trying to get money off them and, I don't know, scam them into something. I have, I don't know. And then no one I knew or or, um, or could ask for help was around that day. And also, <laughs> it was really difficult because I could not properly look at my phone even. And maybe I, I a little bit realized that my London community of trusted people is actually quite small. Anyway... I thought, <laughs> you know, you got to a point where I've got no choice. So I just sat down with the back to the station building. And I thought, okay, I I give up. <laughs> and, and hoped that someone will just come and stop and ask me if I'm okay. And help me get home or something. And I think to myself, and I always think that. I always think people are good. Mm, I have this faith in community, in people, in togetherness, in the interconnectedness. This will be a great gift for my birthday to have that faith in humanity restored. Yes, 
And as I opened my eyes, this man like lowers himself to my level and asks how much for a blowjob. I I leave it there. I'm here and I'm safe. And this happened early in the evening, but, you know, if it happened later at night, I don't know how things might have ended. And luckily, this man didn't do anything to me. It was, um, I don't know, an opportunistic request or proposal. Um, he, he might have been aware that some women who, who are on the streets do turn to survival sex, you know, in order to to survive um i mean it it made me feel incredibly sad <laughs> so deeply sad but but also i i i appreciate the irony of what happened versus what was happening in my head and really when i you know the next day when when i felt slightly better I also realized that the whole thing made me feel really guilty about my own dismissiveness of people who stopped me on the streets. And I do tend to stop sometimes, say five out of ten times, I'll stop. But sometimes when I do, I'll be annoyed about the story being too long, you know, just get to the point. Um, And... And I know, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to save the world. I'm not here to save everyone in it. But I think I can try a little harder to be a better and less judgmental human. And to listen, even if I cannot help, because it is something. Mm, and maybe that terrifying moment of complete vulnerability and dependency on people around me and loneliness in that dependency was the universe's birthday gift to me a very annoying gift but gift nevertheless and um, if I expect the world to be better to me and better for me I need to start looking at myself with much more honesty and to notice and do something about my prejudices and my judgments and here I am thank you a happy birthday to me here's to a better year take care of yourselves and each other big love